Welcome to the WealthStream Podcast. The team at Hightower Great Lakes share their insights and passions for empowering their clients to live their best life. In this energetic podcast, we will take you on a journey to help you navigate your financial future, overcome life's challenges to reach your financial goals, and find the financial clarity you've been searching for. Let's explore the downstream impact of your wealth and what it means to you, your family, and your community to live greater. Hello and welcome to the Wealth Stream with Tim Scannell from Hightower Great Lakes. Good morning, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great, Eric. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I am Excellent. excited. Today's podcast is going to be fun. I know we're kind of almost kind of hitting a reset button for a lot of people. We're going to be talking about lots of questions that you guys receive at Hightower and, and uh, kind of how you feel those questions and, and give some good answers. Yeah, you know, we get questions a lot. I read a book recently called They Ask, We Answer, and it was about a, a pool distributor. The guy, you know, manufactures and sells pools. Hmm. And you're like, well, why are you reading a book by a guy who does that? But it was a wonderful book because he talked about, you know, look, we get all these questions from people about pools. We should really document that and start talking about, you know, the answers we have. Like, why are, was one pool different from another? So I get a lot of questions about, you know, do I need a financial advisor? If I do, what happens when we meet and how often do we meet? And I'm finding that, you know, with as a result of the COVID pandemic, the shutdown, I think there's a lot of people who are reconsidering, a lot of maybe people who didn't pay attention to finances or they didn't work with an advisor. And I've read surveys and articles and, you know, th that are saying the same thing. A lot more people are asking about you know, should I be working with? So I thought we would cover today some of the key questions I get when people are asking about financial advisors. Oh, that, that's great. I think it's very important. And I think one, and I'm not going to try to kick this off, but maybe I am a little bit with this <laughs> question or statement. But I think a lot of people, as they begin their career, they find a financial advisor, or they meet a financial advisor, or they're referred to a financial advisor. But let's be honest, if you're starting your career and you're in your mid-20s, the people that refer you to an advisor are probably friends, you know, in your mid twenties and they're working with a young advisor, there's nothing wrong with a young advisor, but do they have the ability to grow with you? Are they going to be there when your finances get complicated, when you mm -hmm. find more success or when you start your own business? I think that a lot of people are hesitant to say, or take a good look at their current advisor and say, does this person fit my needs personally? Because I've got some complexity. We've, we've spoken on a lot of podcasts about the sale of a business or the transition of a business. And as business owners, they need an advisor that has all the tools and resources that they're going to need for the complexity that they have now, not when they were mid-20s. You know what I mean? I mean, I, th I think people are hesitant to break off relationships if their advisor hasn't grown with them in their skill level. Does that make sense, Tim? No, that, that makes a lot of sense, and that and that gets to one of the core questions people will ask is, and Eric, you might get this too. Somebody says, you know, what do you do? And you say, oh, you know, I do podcasts, or I help people do podcasts, and they might know somebody or heard a podcast, and you're like, oh, you're like that person. And we're like, well, not really. Yeah. You know, so the, the, <laughs> the first question is always, you know, what type of advisor should I work with? You know, and, and I always, it, it's just like when you work, when, you, you know, Eric, we've talked a little bit. I think offline and online about some of the projects you've done in your house. And we just completed a, 
a remodel of our house and you know you're looking for somebody a contractor which is kind of what we are of with integrity financial independence you know and your best interest in mind so you know you're not going to hire a a window manufacturer to be your general contractor right because mm -hmm. they might have the best windows on the planet they might be the best people in the world but you know if they're serving a window manufacturer it's going to be hard for them to just independently serve you also so you know just basics like that or you know like what you just said relationship I mean our relationships with clients are very very personal mm -hmm. we're talking about not just money but the impact of money on their kids on their lives their ability to retire pay for college buy a house pay off student loan debt I mean it, it's super personal there's things that I've had people come to me and they said it, it took me four years to come see you because I, I just didn't want to I was embarrassed about what I haven't done so far right mm -hmm. I mean so it's a super super personal thing so I always talk about you know make sure it's it's a relationship somebody you you can work with when you're picking an advisor um, I also you know I'm a big fan of team you know we've we've talked about on all the podcasts practically that I cannot possibly do everything or know everything I need to surround myself with people who are smarter than me in a lot of different areas so I purposely built a really strong team I've gone much younger than me because they're very high tech, you know, <laughs> but I, I think it's important, you know, because for years or whenever I, when I meet with the client, they'll say, well, you know, Tim, what happens if Tim retires or Tim gets hit by a truck? And, you know, it's like, well, I've got this really strong team and I'm building in processes to help the planning to survive me, you know, because I'm, I'm, I want to yeah. make sure that, that the planning doesn't end, you know, if I exit or retire or, or et cetera, you know. Yeah, that could be a little disheartening when everybody's asking you why you're, you know, going to get hit by a truck. <laughs> I was but like, but don't I, do I look bad? What's going on? <laughs> exactly. right? yeah, the bag's under my eyes? What's the giveaway, right. right? I'm just not sleeping well, okay? It's, it's my mattress. It has nothing to do with my yeah. health. <laughs> Sorry. It, That's hilarious. It, and I'm also, I'm also a big fan of specialization and experience. So if, you're, if I'm talking to, you know, if a client is talking to me and I, I've had one come to me and say, you know, a dentist, and there are, there are, CPAs, there are attorneys, there are financial advisors that just work with dentists, and they do it every day. Mm -hmm. And to be frank, they're going to be better at it than we will because they know the ins and outs of the, the regulations, the rules yeah. that, affect, you know, that affect them. So I always say to people, you know, ask the potential advisor, like if they're interviewing me and interviewing a few other advisors, which I recommend, I say, ask if they work with other people like you, you know, to see if they have that experience. Mm -hmm. Good question. And then my big go-to is, you know, and it gets back to integrity and independence. I, you know, I really think everybody should be working with a fiduciary. And mm -hmm. without getting too much in detail, there's a separate podcast, number 10, where we talk about it. But operating as a fiduciary is an election that we make. We choose to do it. We don't have to. We want to. And it basically requires that we put client's interest ahead of ours on all the time and you know in every decision we make mm -hmm. so I, I really say ask if you're interviewing other advisors ask you know have are you operating as a legal fiduciary um, by choice so it, yeah and it's a pretty straightforward question yeah extremely important and so just to remind everybody podcast number 10 Tim and I talk about the f-word <laughs> oh now you're getting me in trouble here Oh, no, come on. I mean, it's, it's a fiduciary. That's the F word I'm talking fiduciary. about. What were you thinking? That's right. That's right. That's okay, right. moving on. <laughs> but get to back to your original, I think, comments about 
you know, an advisor growing with you. There's, there's also four, um, we have a white paper on this topic. There, there's this, what we call the wealth management hierarchy. So investment advisor would be the first level of, you know, of wealth management or, or financial advising. And, and, you, and that's something everybody sees, right? You're looking for someone to manage your money. It's a single solution. Mm-hmm. So there might be instances where someone comes to us and says, look, what I'm really looking for is I'm not complicated. I just want help managing my 401k. And we can do that. And I think this is kind of the table stakes or the bread and butter where everyone has to, you know, has to do it. We, we think we're really good at it because of our fiduciary processes. But investment advisor would be something more like a single solution that uh, somebody might look for. And then the next level, as you're kind of moving up the ladder of the wealth management hierarchy, would be what we call a financial advisor. So now you're getting the investment management, the investment planning, and you're getting kind of what we call a narrow range of you know, expertise on some planning. So they might be able to help you with a retirement needs analysis or calculating your life insurance needs or you know, again, it, it's a low level of complexity, not good or bad, but there's some wealth management capabilities that a financial advisor might have. So when you're interviewing a, an advisor and that's what it says on their card, that's really kind of what you're what you're going for or what you're what you're getting with that. Does that make sense, Eric? Yes. Yep. And then like the next level is what we would call wealth manager. So you're getting more complex. So this is where we play mostly because we work with a lot of business owners who are just more complicated. They have integrated solutions. They might be looking for tax planning, charitable planning. I'm working with a client right now who's an ophthalmologist and he's had a practice in one location and he's considering that where he's been renting, he's considering building uh, a facility, possibly opening up a surgery center. So it's, mm. so we have to collaborate with, with his attorneys, with the builders, with the bank, figure out the financing, look to see if we need to add other investors, you know, as opposed to him financing the whole thing. So it's just more complex as you get into wealth management. And those are the things we really love to do because every client is different, you know, and it's the, like puzzles that we're, we're working on each time. Mm-hmm. And the other part of it is we gives us the opportunity, like I've said in the past, to really collaborate with their attorney, their CPA, their insurance people, their banker, et cetera, uh, to make sure that we're all working on the same page with that client. Yeah. And then the fourth level would be what we call the, the virtual family office. So with all of our clients, we act as a fiduciary wealth manager where we're doing complex uh, planning for them. Some of our clients also would like us to offer kind of a, what we call a robust administrative and lifestyle management process for them. So things like we're not um, property and casualty agents, but we can help you know, do an audit each year you know, help them do a stress test to make sure that if they have properties in different states, if they have business, you know, insurance, property and casualty, they have cars, they have, you know, in some cases, air- airplanes. We, we manage a process where we're making sure that there's no holes in their risk management plan. Again, this isn't something that we get paid for, but it's part of the service we offer. We're not experts in this area, so we typically reach out to experts, either their existing agents or we, we bring in other people. But that's just one example of a more robust, so in addition to just the wealth management, we're also helping manage the process, tracking and monitoring, maintaining their balance sheets, et cetera. So it, uh, and we're also getting more involved in their business sale, exit planning, succession planning, and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And you've, you've spoken about it before where this is kind of 
you're kind of coordinating the team, whether you want to call it a coach or, or however you want to frame it, you're kind of coordinating all these other parts so they're all working together well. Exactly. And not everybody needs or wants the virtual family office level of service. So that's why I, I highlight that, you know, investment advisor, will, we do offer some single solutions, but we prefer to be wealth managers for all of our clients. And again, in some in limited instances, we, we, try, we offer the virtual family office process. All right. So that kind of covers what I think is, you know, a basic question people give us or ask us is, you know, what type of advisor should I work with? But assuming that you have, you know, decided, okay, I'm going to work with an advisor, you know, I also want to cover briefly, Eric, just, you know, what happens when you do? Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure you've met with an advisor. Um, you know, I'm mad it's not me, but I get it. You know, so. <laughs> I just met you, Tim. Just, you know, anyway. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> and actually, we have prepared a, a, a two-part podcast. Uh, it was, I think it was number 22 and 23 where we talk about the wealth management process over two different podcasts. Mm -hmm. So that gets into a little bit more detail. But in general, when people can expect when they meet with a wealth manager is you're going to have a, an initial meeting that we call a discovery meeting. And really it's on our part more questions than anything. We're trying to find out, Eric, you know, where are you? What have you done so far? What have you liked about the, the financial planning you've done so far? Where do you want to be? You know, it's, it could be that you're looking to save for a house, could be that you're paying for college, or now that you're done with that, and maybe you're looking to retire or start a new business. So it's really discovering where you are, where you want to be, what your goals are, and trying to identify any gaps that you might have with that. Mm -hmm. It's just really getting to know somebody. It, it is. It, it, it really is a, there's very little discussion, I, I have to say, of any details of finances in that first discovery meeting. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about it, we, we look at it, but it's really more of what they want to do and where they want to be. Well, and you alluded to it earlier, it's, it's a very personal relationship. And, and it needs to be because you need to be open, or the client needs to be open to tell you about life events that they're facing coming up, positive and negative. And like you said earlier, people hesitate to come to you because they haven't done planning and so on and so forth. And so they're a little bit embarrassed about their situation. But I know personally, just from working with you for as long as I have, that you're very personable and there is no judgment. It's just, okay, this is where you're at. This is how we can move forward. How does this look to you, right? Let's talk about your dreams, hopes, and goals. And it doesn't matter what you've done in your past. Let's take all that information and then put it all into our forms and, and the, the, the different tools that we use to give you the best outcome. And I think that that's so encouraging. And I think that anybody that's willing to sit down and just have this opening conversation with you is going to very quickly find out that it's all about, you know, family and relationships and, you know, positivity. And I, I think that's great. It, it is. And you know, what, what clients tell us is that we help them see that they're on path for success. Or if they're not on path, yeah. we help them identify what gaps they need to address to get there. And it's such a stress relief, regardless of your situation, to at least know you have a plan mm -hmm. to, you know, to achieve success. And so after that discovery meeting, you know, our team gets together, we look at the portfolios, the tax returns, we look at their estate structure, and we then have a second meeting where really one of three things happen. And one option is going to be, or one alternative or outcome will be that the client's going to get at least two or three really good ideas or the, the, the person's going to get two or three really good ideas 
that they can take back and implement themselves or work with their other advisors if they choose not to work with us. Mm -hmm. There are some instances where you know, we are not a good fit. Like if they're just looking for the investment process as a single thing and that's, you know, they're not really interested in the wealth management, we can help refer them to, you know, other advisors who might be a better fit for that. Mm -hmm. And then the third option will be your outcome might be that, you know, we invite them to be part of our family or of clients and, you know, hopefully we, we get to work with them and start a relationship with them. But however it works out, you know, the thing I always tell people is that they're going to get a great consulting experience. We have zero, you know, sales pressure and they're going to walk away with at least two or three really good ideas. So it's a really, it's a win-win situation. And I can tell you after doing this for 30 plus years that very rarely, I can't even think of an instance where we didn't improve the the person's situation with a couple good ideas. Yeah. All right. So, so what's the next question that you guys hear a lot? So the next question really is, all right, so let's say I decide to meet with you or some other financial advisor you know, how often, just, how often do I do it, right? Mm. How often do I meet? And so there's really no set formula in terms of how often, quarterly, semi-annually, you know, what time of year. It's really something that we work with the client to determine. So I do have clients where I meet with them every other month, but they're very, very complicated and we're doing a lot of things for them. Mm -hmm. I have clients where we more typically meet twice a year formally and then we're available within those six month periods. I have clients who just want to meet once a year. I, I've, you know, more and more, I think probably with COVID, I have people who'd say, Tim, don't take a personal, but I never want to meet you. You know, yeah. <laughs> I just want to do this over Zoom or over the phone or whatever. And yeah. I'm working more and more with people around the country along those lines because they're finding that a lot of the things we do can be done electronically, you know, as opposed to meeting. So the point is the formal schedule of meetings is driven by the client how, when, um, who are they meeting with, you know, if with me as the primary advisor, maybe Samantha, Justin, or Brian as the secondary, you know, support person. So we come up with a plan that the client really designs and dictates, but the most common would be twice a year formally. And then if there's life transitions, we call them change a job, you're moving COVID. We've had, gosh, 170 now, I think I've had 170 plus Zoom meetings because, you know, it, this is a big life transition point for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're trying to, you know, we're in Indiana, so we, the office is opened up and we're offering in-person meetings, et cetera. But in general, so far, people are, are still more comfortable with virtual meetings. Yeah. So I'm going to turn the tables on you here, Tim. Okay. Instead of answering the question of how often should I be meeting with my advisor, I want you to answer how often should an advisor be reaching out to their client and what cases? And then, I mean, you've, you've kind of covered it a little bit as far as from the client's end. And we, we alluded to it earlier because of the relationship. Clients should be reaching out to you when there are life events, like like you said, a job loss, job change, maybe an inheritance that's, that's coming down the pipe, those types of things that you don't necessarily know about yet until they tell you, right? But mm -hmm. on the flip side of that coin, how often should an advisor be reaching out to a client in what cases? Yeah, that's a really good question. I can tell you personally, we have, like I mentioned, typically formal semi-annual meetings already on the calendar. Mm -hmm. But when I know there's anxiety or stress, or when I know that there are 
uh, life transitions either you know in the near future or approaching like a someone's you know turning 65 or you know so they have to make decisions about medicare mm -hmm. somebody is in you know looking for a new job i become aware of it i definitely want to meet so when there's something that i know is creating stress or anxiety or I, I become aware that they're looking to move or make a large purchase a second home i definitely want to meet then because mm -hmm. I, and i prefer to do it as a formal meeting like a rediscovery gathering the data because what i find is that you know when you start talking to people about this event or this life transition you're gathering information that's different from what you knew about them understandably right because it's a big event yeah so i really think that the answer is when i sense anxiety stress or or some sort of transition like that that's over and above the normal scheduled meetings that's when i try to reach out so covid is an example where we really did make an attempt to reach out to everybody we talked to almost everybody the people we didn't were the ones who just said no we, we don't we don't need a meeting right now but we definitely reached out to everybody yeah, and, and that's, it, it's kind of, I think, if I'm, if I'm saying it correctly, separates the wheat from the chaff, right? Is that, is that mm -hmm. the, the correct saying? You, you'll have a financial advisors when something comes up like this, a black swan event is rare. You know, that's kind of what happened uh, back in February and March. But even just major dips that we've seen in the market, you'll have certain advisors that will just shut down. They'll hide under their desk kind of thing. They, they won't make outgoing calls and they rarely answer the incoming calls. Right. So that's when you know you've got the wrong advisor. The advisors that are reaching out and saying, hey, I just wanted to check in with you because you know, I know this can be a stressful time. How's everything going? Do we need to meet? We, know we should probably talk about a few things or whatever. That's the advisor who's proactive and not afraid to face head on the challenges that everybody is facing you know or even individual an individual person is facing they're they're bold enough to make that phone call and say hey i've heard you know from a mutual friend or whatever that the the company you're working for is doing a lot of layoffs how's it looking you know let's talk about that what's what's going on how are you feeling that's a relationship i think that's the most important part of working with any advisor of any in, in any realm they need to be proactively seeking you out when they sense something could possibly be wrong or if something's gone really well and want to help you through something. Yeah, and it, team is so critical right now, not just on my team. I couldn't do what, what we do without having this yes. phenomenal team at Hightower Great Lakes. But it's also your advisor should be collaborating and reaching out to your other advisors. I mean, we have talked more to our clients, CPAs, and attorneys in collaborating and how we're going to respond to the PPE, you know, the uh, all the different things that they have they have to do for this COVID, the COVID pandemic responses, uh, shutting down mm -hmm. businesses, you know, we have, we have collaborated and talked to more CPAs and attorneys, you know, more than we've talked to clients even and we've talked a lot to clients. So team is critical right now. Yeah. Again, just to get back to the COVID protocols, it's changed how we deliver but we're still delivering the same thing. It's changed how we connect with clients and talk to them so far. It's changed how we connect and talk to their other advisors, but we're still doing it. We're just offering, you know, in-office COVID protocols, in their house or business COVID protocols, social distancing, on the phone, you know, through secure portals, secure emails, uh, Zoom, WebEx, Teams. I mean, fortunately, we had invested a lot of money in technology prior to this happening 
So we were prepared and ready. In fact, you know, I mentioned Wes Barnes in a couple of podcasts. Uh, he's our chief operating officer. He's done just a phenomenal job getting us prepared, not for COVID. We didn't anticipate this, but for things like COVID so that we can continue to offer Got comprehensive it. wealth management, investment process, advanced planning, and just deliver it in a way that mm -hmm. is safe, in a way that the client wants it to receive it. So those are really the big questions that uh, we're getting lately. You know, again, mm -hmm. it's, you know, do I need an advisor? And a lot more people are asking that. And if I do, you know, what happens when I meet one? And do I need to, it's going to be scary, <laughs> you know. And then w once I have an advisor hired, you know, what should I be looking for? And how often do we meet and et cetera? And, and how is it impacted by COVID? COVID? So those are the big things I, I thought we'd cover today just to kind of give people a feel for what it's like to work with uh, different levels of wealth management yeah and and i'm speaking to the audience at this point we all have those situations where we have something that we need to do right we, we've got a project or we've got something that we have been meaning to get to and we just forget life gets busy or we we put it off we procrastinate that's a huge one for me I, i'd like to procrastinate on certain things but it's always there tim i don't know if you experience this but it's just always in the back of your mind and all of a sudden it'll It'll come right to the front of the mind. They're like, oh, shoot, doggone it. I, I really need to do that. And, you know, I'll maybe I'll do that next week. <laughs> but it doesn't go away. Well, I mean, and so, you know, it's the old saying that none of us get out of here, get out of this alive. That's right. right. You know, we just had my uh, family over for my birthday this past weekend. And, you know, we ended up having a conversation about with, between Nancy and I, my wife and Nancy and I, with our, a couple of our kids about our estate plans just to make sure we're communicating mm -hmm. because, you know, we all have to be prepared for that. Yeah, and it, it, we may be uncomfortable, but the bottom line is is that we need to start that process because once we get that out in the open, once we do that project and get it complete, there's always this just great feeling of relief, right? And so for those people that are listening that are still kind of on the fence about contacting an advisor, just do it. Just just contact Tim or, or anybody of your choice, but Tim's going to give you contact info right now. Just start the process. Have the conversation. Get that off your plate and get that off your mind. So, Tim, how can they have a little bit more peace in their life by talking to you? Well, they can find us at HightowerGreatLakes.com, where we have a lot of resources, white papers, blogs, or they can reach out directly to me at tscannell at HightowerAdvisors.com or call me at 219-246-5370. Fantastic. I hope everybody takes advantage of that and spends some time with you. That'd be great. Thank you, Tim, for spending time with me today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Eric. You bet. And thank you for listening and tuning in to the WellStream podcast with Tim Scannell. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Tim comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hightower Great Lakes, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the WealthStream podcast. We hope you gained some valuable insight that you can apply to your life and share with others. Please don't forget to subscribe below to be notified when new episodes become available. And don't forget to live greater. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Hightower Great Lakes. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified 
financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Hightower Great Lakes is a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC.